Welcome to episode 130. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. What a topic and an episode this is. So if you happen to be listening to this around the time of the release, it's coming out in an eclipse season, which is known for endings and beginnings. It's known for what is being eclipsed out of your life and what is being eclipsed into your life. It's also coming out between a full moon and a new moon. So full moon is culmination of things. That waning period between the full moon and the new moon is releasing, letting go, endings coming. And so feels incredibly <laughs> well-timed for this topic to have come through. Um, again, if you're listening around the time, of course, it's a relevant topic at any time. Um, and we can go through endings and deaths anytime. And so just honoring that. Want to kick this conversation off with honoring that there are so many conversations to be had around death. And this is a tiny little snippet. Our community was so incredibly beautiful. And if you were one of the members of our community who shared we do all of these recorded live in our Facebook group. And so there's posts that happen in conversations before lives happen after these conversations get recorded. And oftentimes community members will weave in questions or suggestions around the different topics that are coming up. And there were so many beautiful suggestions and questions and topics around death around endings, around death as teacher, around death as that which brings us alive. Um, death, which, yeah, I won't go into all of that. We explore all of that in the podcast, but really want to say thank you to everyone for weaving everything in and really honoring that this is a tiny glimpse into a few of the gifts that death as teacher brings to us when we come into a different kind of relationship with death. So this conversation really invites us to, you know, as always in our podcasts and episodes and YouTube videos, it's, it's this inner reflection uh, what is this showing me? What's here for me? What's here for me? What is this showing me? And I'm, I invite you to walk into this and I invite us to walk into in the live, that part was cut out for this episode, but in the live, we did quite a bit of a big buildup to move into things around, let our minds be open. Let us <laughs> be graced with the capacity to see death from maybe a different viewpoint to let go of maybe some of our conditioning, our absorbed conditioning around death and to possibly see it in a different light um, and to see it for the teacher and the gifts that that teaching aspect of death brings. So I just also want to hold a lot of love around this conversation and I get a little bit fiery in some parts, shocking, I know, but really want to hold 
everyone with a lot of love and a lot of compassion for anyone who has death near them or um, memories around things or the emotions that can arise when we start to talk about loss and we start to talk about death. And so I'm, I'm holding you all in my heart as we go into this and just trust what feels right for you in the conversation, what serves, trust what doesn't serve. Um, and as always, there's the fuck it bucket, right? You can always put whatever doesn't fit or feel right into that bucket and you know maybe you go back to it at some point. It might fit, maybe it doesn't. So just that invitation to go through this, um, holding yourself in love, being held in love by us, by me, and... Um, being open-minded about what's here, what's what's here, what's here. And always, if you feel to join us on the lives, it's a different energy. I said to my dad the other day, I said, Dad, <laughs> you missed the live. And he's like, I know. And I'm like, well, you could watch the replay, Dad. He's like, it's not the same. It's not the same, Sabrina. <laughs> I tend to agree with him. And I know a lot of others agree with him too. So if you ever feel to catch an episode live and be part of the comments and you'll hear me read some comments and be part of the thread and be part of the energy that creates these. Please join us in our Facebook group. They always happen in our Facebook group, typically on Saturdays, although I shift around a little bit, but we always post the events a few days before. Um, and that, that Facebook group is just search for Sabrina Lynn rewilding and it will, it'll come up. There's about 7,000 of us in there right now. So it's still like a nice small size group and I love it. Uh, okay. So that invitation, uh, I think that's the only invitation. There's a few invitations at the end to become a subscriber, um, so that you kind of stay up to date. We're going to be announcing a few new things. So this is my last kind of, whew, didn't know I would be saying this here, but um, there's a couple announcements coming down the pipeline for us in Rewilding. They're rather big <laughs> announcements. This eclipse season is a big one for us, shining a lot of light, giving us a lot of direction and a lot of insights on things. Um, and it's, it's, endings and beginnings for us too. It's death for rebirth for us as well. So if you're a subscriber, you'll be the first in the know. Um, we'll be sending out a newsletter in a couple days actually during this waning moon phase that I spoke about and another something around the uh, new moon, which is on June 10th. So big announcements coming, big stuff, big raw vulnerable stuff around podcast, around rewilding as a whole around just what's coming up for us what's what's arising for us so i invite you to become a subscriber just if you go to rewildingforwomen.com you'll see lots of different ways to subscribe plus you get a free workshop when you subscribe so all right there's that invitation and with that just dive into this and um get everything um, out of this that serves all right with so much love enjoy what if we were to allow death as an energy right it's just an archetypal energy it's like lover is an energy an archetypal energy mother is an archetypal energy father is an archetypal energy warrior is an archetypal energy death is an archetypal energy so just let 
let death just be this archetypal energy that sits out here. So an archetypal energy just is a certain pattern of energy. It has a certain frequency to it. It's, it just exists in our psyches. It exists in our world, but, but let's just look at it as an archetype, right? So archetype father, right? It's very easy for us to go, okay, cool father. And you can feel the archetypal energy of that. You can start to put certain characteristics to it. And now let's do that with death, right? So, okay, death is an archetypal energy. It's just, it's just an archetypal energy and it's right, it's just, it's right here. And what if we were to allow that archetypal energy to be teacher, to teach us the wisdom that it holds? to teach us the wisdom that it holds. And what Malia was referring to in mystery school was we worked experientially and deeply with the wisdom and we worked on the embodiment of the wisdom that's held in that archetypal energy. And so just for this moment, the wisdom that death holds. And so for those of us here on the live, just asking yourself, okay, all right, what is one piece of wisdom, and, and if you're watching this on YouTube later, leave this in the comments too. What is one piece of wisdom that death holds or death has held for me? Or I've gained this via the death of my grandmother. I've gained this via the death of a job. I've gained this via the cyclical nature of life death cycle. I've gained this via the, the winter of life. I've gained this from death. And, and I would love to hear. Um, I would also love to hear this. I've, I've got a bunch to share, but this is kind of opening up that door for the wisdom that sits in our space. Okay, so um, learning to accept my own limitations. Acceptance. I love that one. Acceptance. Acceptance. Um, I love this one too. It's not the end childlike curiosity, liberation, right? Freedom, freedom, freedom. Oh, this is so fun. <laughs> I can feel where we're going and there's this excited energy in me that's like, oh my God, it's happening. Like we're, we're getting there, we're unfolding into it and all of your comments are adding to it and leading to where we're going. Um, I gained the love of my life through the end of my previous relationship. Learning to trust. Um, uh, and always, I think Dawn, <laughs> thanks, thanks Deanne, learning to trust that Dawn always follows darkness. Let go, let be, to let whatever and not hold. Deep grace, I gained remembrance through death, facing not avoiding, following your joy, integration, creation, surrender, letting go of control. I've gained true purpose by letting my career goals die, release. Grief is love, relief and freedom, the invitation to feel raw emotion, know thyself. Oh, oh, y'all are wise, wise, wise being. The depths of grief and closeness. I gained myself through the deaths of the old me. So a really quick little story. Um, <clears throat> I facilitate a lot of experiences, right? in person, online, 
and I guide through altered states of consciousness, through meditation, through embodiment of certain things, through archetypal accessing. And there is something that I do with death a lot that brings in an access point or a doorway for someone to let it rip. And I want to talk about this. So there's a thing that I often invite to come in to practices. And those of you who've done workshops with me or retreats, like you'll, when I say this, or you might be going, oh, I know this part. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's a freedom that the energy of an ending gives us, the energy of death gives us, the energy of here's what it is. I'll share with it what it is, then I'll deepen into it. If this was the last thing you were ever going to do on this earth, how would you do this exercise? If this was the very last thing, how would you leave it all on the table? Right? If this was the last time you were ever going to walk into sacred sexual energy, how would you do it? Would you get up out of your chair? Would you be jumping around? Would you be moving? Would there be more fire, more life, more passion, more courage, more ability to dive into the deep end, more letting go, more freedom, more liberation? And every single time, I invite that in, there is a deepening in the whole of the space, a, a deepening. It's this, it's this beautiful gift of the archetypal energy of death. It's, it's part of what it gives us is it goes, this is reality. You may never do another thing again. How are you going to show up in this moment? If this was the last thing, that you were ever gonna experience, ever, because you might get hit by a bus when you leave this retreat center, right? Or you might get off of the online workshop and be struck by lightning. <laughs> this could be the last thing that you ever do. How are you gonna do it? And I, right? So for those of you who are on like workshops or retreat, you're like, oh, that's why you do that. Oh. Now I'm on to you, Sabrina. Now the next time you say it, I'm going to just give you the finger and I'm not going to go for it. <laughs> now that I've given you like the, the sneaky little inside secret. But <clears throat> it is a very, 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 very powerful energy to work with. A very powerful um, energy and reality to bring in. It's a reality we don't live from. We don't live from that reality. We don't live from the reality of waking up every single day unless we have been given a time frame to live typically, or we have someone close to us who is, has died, is close to death, right? Death isn't always right there. But what if we allowed it to be there right just for right now? We're just, or to the degree we feel to, as often as we feel to. And we were to wake up every morning and go, this might be my last day, what am I gonna do today? This might be my last hour, what am I gonna do in this hour? Every time I come on alive, every time I do one of these, I come on and go, this might be the last time I ever do this. How am I going to show up? Every time I create a workshop, every time I run a retreat, every time I anything, I go into it going, this could be the grand finale. Even if it's something I've, maybe it's a six faces retreat, which I can, I could, 
oh, this sounds terrible. I could do them with my eyes closed. I've done them so many times. They're all so incredibly different because they just arise and unfold is the way that they unfold and they create themselves in the moment. But I could go numb on that. I could, I could go numb on that and go like, oh, I've done this a million times, la la la. Never do I ever allow myself to go anywhere near that place, right? And part of what helps me to not go near that place is this invitation of the gift or not even the gift of death, just the acceptance of the reality that this is not going to last forever, right? I'm not going to have this body forever. I'm not going to have this human experience forever. I'm not going to have this life forever. I'm not. I'm not going to have this relationship forever. I'm not going to have this career forever. I'm not going to have my babies breastfeeding off my boob forever, right? I'm not. I'm not going to, my dog, I'm not going to have my dog with me forever. And right, if we can, when it feels right and to the degree that it feels right, I'm also not saying like we walk around right? With this like looming fear of impending death, like, oh my God. And then we just go into like a frozen fear state of like, oh my God, I could die tomorrow. Fuck, what am I going to do today? The pressure is mounting. Not that, right? Not that, like, not that. It's to be, what I'm inviting us to move into is to be in what is for us, each of us is very unique, right relationship with the energy of death right relationship with the archetypal energy of death. What makes me want to cry. So many things change when we come into right relationship with the energy of death, the energy of endings, endings. It's done. It is done. There's something wild. I'm shifting gears. Some of you may have heard me say this on a past podcast. Um, oh, this is wild. We're going here. Okay. It might take me a second to explore this and express this. And then I'm going to circle back to what we were just talking about. So if you're feeling like, ah, you're leaving me on the cliff edge, we'll come back. I often will say, <laughs> I don't want to know who you are when you're dating me. I want to know who you are when you're divorcing me. <laughs> now there's a whole bunch of reasons that I say this thing, but for this conversation specifically, that line, that phrase, thinking about things in terms of that is, that is what are your coping mechanisms around endings? Do you need to hate someone to walk away from them? Do you need, right? Right? Like, let's be real about this. Let's just be real for a minute, right? Radical honesty, who cares? Like, let's let it fly. We can be messy, we're together, we're in sacred circle together. We can be real. We can be honest and we can be raw and we can be vulnerable, right? Like, what do we need to do in order to walk away from something? We need to get angry, we need to get pissed, we need to create stories about how horrible that person is or how bad the relationship was or how much it dimmed my light and what, right? We need to turn into like, <laughs> oftentimes to walk away from something to end something you know what here's a wild oh this is a tough one um oh god do i get this raw um it's not just intimate relationships it's not just divorce that we do that in right 
like in order to maybe walk away from a group we belonged to or a circle we belonged to or um, I don't know anything, a career, a job, to walk away from that, we often have to turn them into the villain or that group into the villains, right? How many times do we, maybe we don't need to call ourselves out on this one because sometimes this is hard to see. This is like shadow work. This is shadow around death. This is our unconscious, our inability to deal with death, our, our, our unconscious coping mechanisms that are maybe maladapted, maybe not super healthy, maybe not allowing us to stand in love and truth, right? They allow us to deal with the ending. They allow us to get over it, right? Don't feel your feelings, just move on, um, power through, keep yourself busy, but whatever it is, turn them into the villain, right? Turn the, the group, the space, the thing, the person, the into the, yeah, the bad guy so that your heart doesn't hurt so that we don't have to feel the feels so that, and, and I'm just encouraging us again to just be brutally honest with ourselves, radically honest with ourselves, right? One of the toughest things, one of the toughest things for us to do is to keep a fully open heart, fully open heart, during a death or an ending. It is. During a death or an ending or a no. You've probably heard me say that in previous podcasts, right? Is when we have to say no or we have to walk away from something or we have to end something, but to stay with a completely open, loving that person, wishing them everything good, right? and wishing yourself everything, like honoring the unfolding of it, honoring like that higher wisdom, the higher truth. So in, let's just say a relationship ending, I think this is a great example. Many of us, most of us can probably relate to it. Most of us have probably had a relationship ending and maybe it's not an intimate relationship, but even a friend relationship. And <laughs> just feeling into, can we allow a death to happen without resentment? Can we allow an ending to happen without closure, without contraction, without having to armor up, get tough, shut down, and, and then walk a different direction? Can we honor an ending, honor a death, fully feel the feels, right? Like to be standing there open-hearted, loving, saying, I must go a sep a, my separate way. I, I must go in a different direction. I love you. And I honor the unfolding of this, right? And I, I, I will love you forever. Can, can we do that, right? Fuck! Um, when we close mystery school circles, mystery school is a very intimate, long-term program. Um, immersion this year, women's immersion is a 12-month program. Deep connections get formed. A deep sacred space gets created. These endings are tough. They are death. They are horrific in ways. They bring up our relationship 
two endings. And a huge component of the facilitating of immersion or of mystery school is to hold this enormous space for the end of it to hold a space, to create the time, to create the love-filled container for the emotions, the abandonment emotions, the betrayal emotions, the anything that comes up at an end, the closures, the um, resentment so that I can move on, the new um, ways that we maybe create a story around things so that we can, well, that wasn't really that great anyways, right? Or whatever, whatever it is that we do. So where do we, <laughs> I guess what I'm doing here is I'm calling us in, I'm calling us in and I'm, I'm, I'm calling us in toward ourselves and I'm inviting us to honor endings to honor deaths to honor change in course and death in all forms endings in all forms to to honor it in a way of can we stick this is what helps me a lot is let me go to my soul and the soul of that group or that space or that other person let me go up to soul level like high truth, outside of personality bullshit, outside of little Sabrina, inner child, oh, I'm so sad, I'm losing my, you know, whatever is going on, up to high, mature soul self and go, this is this person's soul's path. And this is my soul's path. And they might be verging, right? Verging? Is that even a word? Diverging? What? I don't even know what the word is that I'm trying to say there. Sorry, fill in the blank. <laughs> fill in the blank. They're going in different directions. <laughs> and honoring that when a soul is crossing over, right? We are not grieving for them. This, I remember hearing this years ago and this smacked me right between the eyes when I first started doing work around the energy of death. And it was, you are not grieving for them. You are grieving for you. You are grieving for your loss, your want, your desire, your want to keep them here. Now, what if this is insane and you might be so fucking pissed at me. And I'm all, while I'm saying this, I'm also holding so much compassion for our humanness. It is painful. It is. Loss sucks. Grief is real. Loss is real. It is heartbreaking, gut-wrenching. It is so intense. And I'm, I'm honoring that. So just know. I know I'm bringing fire and I'm like aiming a sword at all of us. But I'm also holding this humanness of like, yes, of course. Of course you're a mess. Of course it's grief filled. Of course it's so fucking painful. Of course, right? So I'm holding that. But also in the midst of that, <laughs> I hear these words, right? <laughs> that is that soul's journey. That is that soul's journey. And who am I? Who am I? Who am I to say it's not their time? Who am I? Who the fuck?
fuck do I think I am to start to cling and to like grasp and to hold and to go, it's not fair, it's not right for them to blah, whatever I'm doing. Soul level. It's not easy up here. It's not easy up here. Soul level. It's hard. It's so light filled. It burns to stay up here, right? Who am I? Like I... live so much in that space that when I start to sense death circling around another being who I love or I'm close to or I just know, right? I start to sense death. It's an honoring of this next part of their journey. It's a deep, respectful honoring of this person's next step on their soul's journey. Their soul's journey. Their, that's their journey. Who am I to take that away from them or to judge that that is not where I want them? Who am I to do that, right? While also holding my humanness and going, I don't want to lose my mom. I don't want to lose my fucking mom. I don't want to lose one of my best friends to ALS. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to lose these people, right? But here's the wild fucking part. That's also your soul's journey. My soul's journey is that it's time for me to lose that very good friend of mine. It's going to be time for me, my soul, to lose my physical parents in this physical plane. And that's just what's true. That's just what's, it doesn't diminish the grieving or the pain or the loss in any way. It's both and, both and, both and, right? It's not one or the other. So when we start to come into this, this higher relationship with death, we start to come into a higher relationship with endings. We start to see the perfection in an ending. We start to see the perfection in the ending of a relationship or the ending of a career or the ending of a whatever it is, a place that you lived, the end of a chapter of life, we start to really see and honor the, the, the divine matrix of it. We start to feel, we start to live from a place that is, that knows the perfection of it. We, we, we this is so hard to find words for. We live in that place more and that place is truer and that place runs through our blood and our bones more so than the than my little human self, my humanity that is fucking sad, right? Is sad and wants to just hold on and will do crazy shit to hold on. We'll make bad decisions because it doesn't want to feel lost. How many of us just, you can type a comment, you can just put your hand up or you can just go like, oh yeah, I gotta confess to that one. You just confess to yourself in some way. You can hit an emoji button. You can, well, however you wanna own this, but how many of us have made bad decisions? And usually hindsight's 2020, right? Because we couldn't let go. Because we couldn't let go. We couldn't let go because the loss that we were going to have to face the change, the transformation that we were going to have to face was too great. And so we didn't make a soul decision. We didn't live from that, that higher level place of that high level relationship to endings, 
to death. We weren't in that place. We were more in like egoical place, selfish human place. And we were like, no, 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 no. I'm going to stay in, I'm going to stay in this relationship. No, no. I'm going to keep living at home because I don't want to like lose the, no, no, I'm going to get to the hold on. I'm going to cling on. Right. And maybe even to the point where we start to get sick. Right. Or like all hell starts to like life tsunami starts to erupt in our lives until we go, okay, now it's too painfully loud. And now we can make this decision that is an ending. Now we can step into this decision that is an ending. Wow. (laughs) How are you all feeling at this point? Um, Just one of those moments of like, okay, that was... That was kind of full on. (laughs) And so just taking like a minute, not, we won't even go a full minute, uh, but just a few moments to just catch our breaths and to kind of recalibrate and to let all of that sink in. I want to bring this around to um, one more thing. Um, Oh, there's so much I want to share here. And it brings so much emotion to me. This is very, very present in my life. Uh, I think some of you may have seen some of those posts on Instagram about just how present this is in my life, in very physical, tangible, real world, in relationships in my life. Um, But the tears are coming from, and the emotion is actually coming from like this way of living that is, I have a friend. I'll share this story. Here's, here's how I'll go into this piece. And then there's maybe one more piece that I can build on top of that. And we'll end on that. Um, so I have a very, very dear, very, very close friend, a very wise woman in my life. Um, I don't consider very many um, beings having actually made it into el- elder, like wise man, wise woman, grown elder energy. And this, um, this being a very much elder energy. Um, lived with this person for, for a while, so very, very close relationship. And we're having a conversation the other day, and um, she, she's diagnosed with ALS, and that's, there is no cure for that. That's maybe two years to live or less, don't know. Um, and very, very spiritual, very centered, very uh, kind of a person, very wise person. And we're having this conversation and the words that I use, you you will all who've been hanging out for a while, you will hear, you will have heard me use these words, living like so close to the bone, living, and I've, the other term I use like living on the edge, living so close to the bone, living on the edge. And I haven't had these conversations with her necessarily. And the other day she goes, she goes, the gift in this is I have, to, I have to be right on the money, like right on the money, like right on, right on the razor's edge, right on the razor's edge of truth in every moment, right? Truth in every moment. Like when, you know, when death is that, that close, right there, right? It's just, it's a every moment I'm right on the razor's edge right I'm living so close to the bone and so death as this giver of life like some people don't start to truly live 
until death is right there. Don't, don't start to truly live. Like, don't start to truly like live from the bone, live on the razor's edge. I'm going for it. All the shit falls away. The shit falls away. The shit, the shit that doesn't matter falls away. It, it literally is like a sword that just slices through the shit we tell ourselves, the bullshit stories. I'll get to that tomorrow. I'll do that later on. Ah, no big deal. You know, like, ah, I can waste like the whole day. I don't know. Whatever, right? It's, to me, I call it living from soul living from soul, living. And we can live that way without death looking at us, without a death sentence, without being told we have X amount of time to live. We can live, we can choose right now to live from that place, to live from such deep truth within our beings, such deep truth, such deep truth, such deep truth, right? Like we get to do that. We get to do that. Here's the story I'll end on. So I said I was gonna build on this. And I also said at the, the beginning, I said, I'll come back to this. And this is me coming back to way back then. I'll circle back around to this. There was a guy <coughs> who was offered a job in real estate. And he was like, oh, this, you know, this makes financial sense. This will be good for, you know, building my whatever portfolio, this will be, you know, connections and yada, yada, yada. All of these rationales around like, this is really good. And a friend of mine, this is very recent, a friend of mine who's also standing very much in death space. Um, and like, we're, <laughs> we're really, um, we've even kind of, this sounds kind of crazy, but we've even like brought in the energy of death into our relationship. Um, mine and this person's relationship of just, like if this was our last day, what would we do? If this was our last month, what would we do? If this was our last year on earth, what would we do? Now this isn't new news, right? Like this is out there all the time. People oftentimes say like, if you wanna find your purpose, your purpose for today, your purpose for this hour, your purpose for a week, your purpose for next month, your purpose for next year, just call in death and go, well, if this is my last hour, well, how would I spend it? If this was my last week, how would I spend it? If this was my last month, my last year? And you kind of have to like um, massage all of those, right? Because <laughs> they all shift. I know that my brain goes like, well, if I really truly only have one hour left to go, it would be very different than if I'm planning out, okay, if this was my last month, it would be different, right? It's a little bit longer term plan. So just like hold all of that as best you can without your brain totally melting down and going like, like, I can't handle that, right? Again, it's, you call it in when you feel to and you just come into right relationship and to the depth and to the degree that you feel to and is right for you. But back to the real estate offer, the real estate job offer. Um, <laughs> so my friend, partner, we're in a, whatever we, we want to call this man, um, he says to his friend, who's the real estate potential guy, he says, dude, what if you had a year to live? Would you do that job? And his friend sits and he goes, fuck no, fuck no. I in no way, shape or form want to be selling real estate. It's not who I am. It's not who I, I got nothing against real estate. 
nothing against any of that. It's just, it's not, it's not me. So he comes back to him the next day and he goes, dude, that was like the greatest gift you could have ever given me was to give me perspective. You gave me perspective. And in giving me perspective, it allowed me to get to my truth. I couldn't get to my truth because what was being overshadowed by my truth was all of this. It makes sense. It'll look good on paper. But in my core, I have zero desire to do that. I could do it for a year. How many of us have heard ourselves say that? Oh, I could, I could do this for a while. That, to me, for me, that's one of my red flags. If I'm like, oh, I could do this for a week, probably shouldn't be doing it at all there, sunshine. For me, that's one of my red flags. So, wow. Um, I'm gonna be opening up a program. I haven't talked about this anywhere other than uh, the 120 members in Living Reunion. That's it, I've shared in there, but haven't spoken about this anywhere. And it's a program, Living on the Edge. It's, it's, a, it's a program, Living on the Edge. And it's a kind of a membership of sorts. We're gonna to get together every single month and we're gonna hold this energy that allows us, we're gonna do practices together and we're gonna work on all the shadow stuff that gets in the way of us living on the edge, like living close to the bone, living from truth, living from truth. Um, it's the thing I'm most excited about opening up and creating and holding space for. Uh, we'll do that in June, so probably like two weeks from now, we'll, you'll start to see things around. If you are not subscribed to sabrinalin.com, that's probably where we'll announce it. We'll share on Instagram here in our Facebook group. I'm sure I'll talk about it on more YouTube videos, but um, for any of you who are like, wow, like how do I? Oftentimes it helps to be around others who live from that deep truth. Others who live from a real depth of integrity within themselves. And so creating a space where we are all in that kind of energy vortex together and it kind of holds us to, to the bone, to the razor's edge, to our truth. Um, I'm excited about it and just the practices um, around it that, yeah. So anyways, uh, that's just like a little sneak peek, a little preview to what's coming. Um, I'm so grateful to all of this, to conversations that we have, to everyone. You all inspired this conversation by your shares on the Instagram posts and the Facebook posts and in the Facebook group of around like, yeah, let's talk about death. And I was kind of like, anyone want to do a live on death? Yeah. <laughs> um, and you all support in like such huge, beautiful ways with your shares and your weavings of um, different threads to go into. Uh, and so I just appreciate that. And I appreciate our community and I appreciate what we do together. It feels like these lives will be on a more regular basis, more regular YouTube videos, more regular uh, podcasts. I feel like we're shifting. I feel like I'm shifting gears a little bit um, into more of this sounds weird, the Sabrina Lynn energy versus the rewilding for women energy. Um, and so just this open space to all genders, everyone on the gender spectrum is so incredibly welcome to all of this stuff that's being created. It's less about reclamation of the feminine and more about, well, exactly what we talked about, living from truth, living in that fullness, living um, close to the bone and 
opening up to our full potential, like really that the potential that resides within. And of course that has to do with reclamation of the feminine and reclamation of the masculine and the union between the two of them. And it has to do with shadow work and it has to do with like destiny line work, true north work. And that's some of the stuff that we're um, gonna be diving into in that membership that's coming up. So all right i will see you when i see you where i see you and how i see you so much love to you mm -hmm.